0: KBLA Talk 1580. (laughs) You guys ready? Um, We are your election information station. If you've missed the conversations with some of the top candidates for leading offices throughout Southern California, you can just go to KBLA1580.com. They are all compiled and curated for you right there on the landing page for KBLA 1580. That is also where you will find our survey, our public uh, opinion survey of likely... um, Black voters in L.A. County and how we feel about public safety. Joining me in studio right now, if you want to check check us out on the YouTube's YouTube.com KBLA1580 is a community leader. Uh, she says she exceeds all the qualifications for a superior court judge with 18 years as a deputy district attorney and 17 years as a dispatcher for the L.A. County Sheriff's Department. She also says her life experience and commitment to community community empowerment make her a champion for all Angelinos. Sharon Ransom, welcome. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, yeah, running for judge is more than a notion. Yes um, it is. Yeah. It's a lot of work.
1: Yeah, so why take it on? Why, you know, you clearly you've had a long and successful career. Yeah, it's very important to me. Growing up in South Central Los Angeles, I was raised by a single mother. I became a single mother at the age of 21 and just growing up, I saw things that were happening in our community and I still see things happening in our community and I want to run for judge um, because I have the background. I connect with the people and I think we need representation, diversity, inclusivity on the bench. We need people that look like us that are making decisions for our lives that know our struggles, know our hurdles and our obstacles Um, I was diagnosed with breast cancer at the age of 30. I didn't become an attorney until I was almost 40. I lived a lot. I've gone through a lot. Um, I put myself through school at night while raising my daughter, and I was a dispatcher for the sheriff's department. It was hard work, but perseverance, determination, dedication, um, it all goes into it. And because of my life experiences, um, I, I know what it is to have empathy, to... Uh, understand where people come from not look at a case and say this is a case number this is what you did but let's figure out why this person is here is it drug addiction mental illness lack of resources poverty lack of knowledge and let's put more into helping to make people better so that they don't come back through our system over and over and over again um
0: 18 years as a deputy DA
1: but that's not how you sound right now when you're talking Right. So again, I am not I don't have the. I didn't take the traditional path to get to where I am. I went to school part time at uh, Southwest College and then El Camino College. I paid for it myself. I got grants. I didn't have parents to put me through school. So getting to where I am, I've seen a lot and I want to do more. Um, So it's I am a deputy district attorney, but people have to understand right now, there's a lot of negative talk about deputy district attorneys. But there are some that we have so much discretion. We can decide whether to file a case, whether to reject a case, whether to offer prison, probation, a program. And I like having that discretion because there are some people that need help. They need mental health treatment. And ironically, I've been assigned to the mental health unit for the last three years, and I see so much, and you know, going on with the homelessness, mental illness, crime. And I see a different perspective and I see what we can do to try to help people that are suffering from mental illness and committing crimes. And so I'm not about putting everybody in prison. It's about what can we do to make our communities better. And as a judge, we have discretion to do that. We look at a person and see why they're in our system. What can we do to help this person? And in turn, help the community while also focusing on public safety.
0: Right. So uh, I'm sure uh, you probably heard the promos while you were waiting, or maybe you've heard on the radio that we just did a a survey, uh, polling KBLA and Uh And one of the, the one of the things that people are struggling to get their mind around is the fact that um, our respondents, likely voters in LA County, black voters, say. Many of them say that they feel less safe than they felt a year ago and that they'd like to see more policing. But on the other hand, they say police reform has not gone far enough. Right. And uh, so, you know, how do you read that? I mean, you are from South LA, you're black, you want to be a judge, but you are a prosecutor. How do you, you know, what is that needle that we're threading here?
1: So I believe, like I said, we, we, need, we do need reform. We do need to um, just stop incarcerating everyone. However, we do need to take more advantage and have more resources with regards to program. You have people that go to jail, they're released, um, no, no programs in place, nothing, no jobs, no ability to get a job. And so we see, like, the revolving door. I think that we need to utilize more programs, but we also need to look at public safety. And there are just some people that have to go to protect the public. They have to go to prison. They have to go to jail just to protect the public. But there are some crimes. And I say, I think the I heard in the promo about um, blanket policies. I don't believe in blanket policies because I think people are different. People have different backgrounds. Yeah. You know, you have to look at, did this person... I'm going to store and steal because it was fine and they wanted to resell the stuff. Or did they go in a store and steal because they needed it? And so I think you treat them differently and you try to help the person that is doing some stealing food because they want to eat as opposed to stealing just because they can do it or going in a store stealing alcohol. And when you issue, when you have a blanket policy, it doesn't help the people. What do you think about the new bail schedule in, in L.A. County? Well, as a judicial candidate, I can't talk much about that because those are things that come before the um that, that, that you'll be dealing with right as as a right. just as a judge if elected. Right, but I will say because it's always ongoing litigation. What I will say <laughs> is, you know, I do believe that people that are able to pay bail do get out and people that are unable to pay bail remain in jail. And I've seen situations where You know, a person's in jail because they can't pay the bill and not knowing what their crime is, but they're not they're not going to work. They're not able to make money to, um, you know, feed their families. And so if it's safe for the community and that person can be out of custody to handle their case, I don't see anything wrong with that. There are people that we need to keep the public safe from and that that I do see.
0: Mm hmm. Um, <laughs> what do you think? You know, you, you've mentioned you're from South L.A. that you did this yourself uh, while raising kids. What do you think that experience, aside from empathy, what what does it bring to the
1: bench? What well, it brings a level of knowledge of being involved in the community and just growing up, seeing different things, seeing um, police um, harass people or be stopped by the police but also seeing a need for, you know, people committing crimes, seeing a need for public safety, a need for a safer community. I grew up playing softball in Helen Keller Park my whole life. So I'm deeply rooted in the community. And and the things that I've seen and things that I've, ex- I've experienced, working hard, um, you know, fighting breast cancer while going to school and raising my daughter, all of those things, I think, made me who I am my personality I have thick skin I I am am up for a challenge you know I don't take anything for granted it makes me humble it makes me see a person that comes through court and not look down on them and say you committed a crime bad bad guy bad guy but why are you here you know what in your background what in your person has brought you to where we are and I think we need to have more of that we need to have more Focus on the people that are doing the wrong and kind of see where we can help to stop it. And it won't, it's not an, you know, it's not an end all be all, but it's a start.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, we hear a lot about this concept of judicial temperament. Um, and I'm just trying to imagine what it takes to be diagnosed with breast cancer and then decide to go to law school after that. Um, talk to me about your you know, your character and your um, judicial temperament?
1: Well, I think I'm pretty much a laid back person. What you see is what you get. I'm not a yeller (laughs) or a screamer or, um, and I think because I've had to go through so much, I am more tolerant, um, more patient, more empathetic. Um, I'm very approachable. You know, if you talk to defense attorneys, I've gone up against or even judges Um, We've gotten a lot of reviews when we go through the L.A. County Bar Association to be evaluated. I was rated well qualified. Um, They talk to these people and everybody and they always tell me consistently. We hear you are approachable. You are fair. You are reasonable. And that's what you need. You don't need people that just want to fight, fight, fight in the system. You have to be you have to be able to work out solutions. And in our in our criminal in our mental health unit, it's a collaborative effort. myself, the defense attorney, the judge, the social workers, and the doctors that come together to try to see what can we do for this person that has mental illness but is committing crimes. Tell me about your endorsements. Wow. So I don't know if you remember I ran last year. Yes, I I do. do. Okay. Um, Last year I was in a seat of six people. This year I'm in a seat of three. But I've gotten so many great endorsements. I've been endorsed by the L.A. County Democratic Party. SEIU 721, L.A. County Federation of Labor, multiple Democratic clubs, uh, over 25 judges, um, Citizens for Accountable Leadership, National Women's Political Caucus, uh, defense attorneys, uh, Santa Monica Democratic Club I had to write them down because this year there's so much more mm, yeah. I feel really good about it
0: yeah so you you tried and now you're trying again trying I again. remember uh same thing with you know Holly Hancock she tried and then she tried again right. now she's a judge yes um tell us how to
1: find you how to find out more about you your website your social media and all that thank stuff. you so uh, my um, campaign website is www dot Sharon ransom for judge dot com. Number four or f o r f o r O
0: R. Okay.
1: Um my email is Sharon Ransom for number four judge at gmail dot com. I'm on Facebook, Sharon Ransom for Judge, F O R. And on Instagram, Sharon Ransom for Judge number four for judge. I had to change them up from last year because um there was an issue with getting my um my pages and in my sites from a prior uh, consultant. Mm.
0: Well, yeah, that happens. Um, seat number 97. Paul Lee is in the chat. He says he already has you picked on his ballot. All
1: right. Um, thank you. Sharon Ransom,
0: <laughs> thank you for coming in again. And um, voting is on right now.
1: Right. It's now. It started now. And, and March 5th is the last date. And I get this question all the time. I live in Gardena. Can I vote for you? Absolutely. It's I live LA in Palmdale. County. Can yeah. I vote for you? It's L.A. County.
0: Yeah, it's a great yeah. point. Yeah. Sharon Ransom, great to see you again. Good
1: to see you. Thank you for having me.
0: Thanks for coming in. It's always better face-to-face. And we've got another candidate face-to-face this time, Assembly District 54. That's next on KBLA Talk 1580. She's reclaiming her time on KBLA Talk 1580. More first things first with Dominic DePrima when we come forward.